It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of Visa's Primetime Action Live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, and a cast of thousands, Johnny Avello will join us in just a bit from DraftKings. We have many a question to pepper him with. Yes? Absolutely. Yes. As always. We'll pepper him with it. Uh, and we have football coming up in 25 minutes. The Giants and Washington in Landover, Maryland. Washington now favored by four and a half last we looked. Four and a half. Man. Pretty yep. much across the board, but it is, it's ping-pong in between four and four and a half. So yeah. we have people betting in. It had gotten up to 42. Now it's back to 41. It's going back to 41 and a half. So... Like we said, it we don't know if this is this is big the new groups world. or if this is just the the masses coming into yes. this. But this is this is cool for us because we were here a year ago and this just didn't happen. Yeah, so we're just, it doesn't. Yeah, just, this just didn't once, happen. It, once again, it is literally as if tens of millions more people. Are <laughs> right, exactly. It's it's. Uh, I mean, by the way, uh, in Vegas, I don't see any four and a halves uh, here in Vegas. So there's a little bit of that going on too. And I was going to say the last three and a half is in town is right here at the South Point, but they just moved to four as well. So, yeah, you got fours. Apparently, we're seeing some under money, which is also kind of rare, right, for a primetime game. If this is going up to 41 and a half, 42. That's drifting upwards, though, isn't it? So we're seeing over money. Over money. Yeah. Oh, over money, yeah. Oh, that sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. People are not swayed by your weather forecast. That you no, said not at all. Apparently not They're swayed like, by my weather. You know why? Because there wasn't a green screen to drive it home. 
<laughs> That's for next Good time. Good show the front comes yeah, next, yeah. Exactly. Time. Kelly, let's update some baseball scores. Yeah, let's do that. We've got the Cubs and Phillies. That game in the bottom of the fourth. Cubs up 7-5. to five. By the way, that was 7 to nothing a second ago. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> All right, 7-5 to five now. Cubs minus 180 live. Phillies only plus 150 now. 17 and a half, your live total. Uh, Yankees up on the Orioles 2-1. to one. That game into the top of the eighth now. Uh, live numbers off the board. Rays leading the Tigers 2 to nothing in the bottom of the third. Rays minus 600. Tigers plus 420. 7.5 the live total. And if you are looking to get into that college football game, it's kicking off any minute here. ULL. 18.5 to 19.5 point uh, favorites here pregame. It looks like 56 to 56.5 the total for that game. We used to drive over to Ooh La La whenever we were in college. I love that. Ooh La La. There were some bars over there that had 10 cent pitchers. Wow. Because what you need for college kids is to give them 10 cent pitchers of beer. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's quite that's, responsible. Yes, that's, that's what you need to do. Quite responsible. Sure. But, yeah, it's but I'll tell you what, it was worth driving 45 minutes over there because, <laughs> because it was the thing. Like, we're just like, 10 cent pit, we're, we're going. Man, man, who got stuck with driving back? That's the, that's the real question. Matt is a... Uh... LSU alum. I hear there's a sports betting class going on at LSU tonight, too. That's available. Apparently, yeah. 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 That's available. Interesting. Um, I like the ooh-la-la, though. I never knew they called it that. Ooh-la-la. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's clever. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so the Giants in Washington. Uh, It's about uh, 22 minutes away Mm -hmm. now. And let's, for those who missed the first hour, let's refresh uh, everybody's memories as to, or for those who are just tuning in for the first time, let's tell them what your bets are and how you see this going tonight. Yeah, I am on Washington at three. I took it yesterday. It was an expensive three. It was the last one available here in town, so I had to pay 120 on it. So full transparency because we talk about the numbers we actually got. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to let everyone know. Yes. Yeah, so I uh, paid, paid a little bit of extra juice on that to get that three, but it was the last one available here in town. As we just mentioned, I mean, this thing's, Universally three and a half, four, four and a half now. So um, at least on the right side of that. I have a small bet on the under here. Um, this had nothing to do with the weather because I'll be perfectly honest. I didn't even uh, I didn't even check into the weather in this one before this thing. It was more of just the the mismatch that I see between the Washington defense and the the New York Giant offense here. And there is offensive line woes for this team. Daniel Jones has been. Daniel Jones, at least through one game sample size, did not look like he was anything different than we've seen the last couple of seasons. And so um, I think Washington really, really controls with their defense here. And I think they also, I don't think they just cut it completely loose with Taylor Heineke, which is why I was on the underside of this thing as well. I'm also on an under on a prop with Sterling Shepard under 59 and a half receiving yards. I think it's at 58 and a half receiving yards now. This is one of those things where guy that just runs short routes. I mean, that's that's not that's just the type of receiver he is. That's not a knock on Sterling Shepard. He's a, he's great at what he does. It's just his average depth of target over the course of his career is nine point one yards. I mean, that's just that's for a wide receiver. That's just astronomically low. And you you look at a guy that last year went under this fifty nine and a half total in eight of 12 games and four of the games that he went over were against the Cowboys and the Bengals, which had two of the worst pass defenses that we've seen in a hot minute. So it's just the type of player that he is. And that's not a knock on him in the least bit. That's just a, that's just the type of guy he is. And also I think Kenny Galladay slowly starts to carve out a bigger role with this team as him and Daniel Jones get a little bit more chemistry and, and uh, start to start to get more targets and more yards for him as well. So again, I think it's just a, a combination of those couple of things here with all of that and also a tough Washington defense that I suspect 
will not be giving Daniel Jones a ton of time to throw tonight. So I, I do. I think Washington wins this game. I think it's probably an ugly game. Kelly said the win, uh, the weather is supposed to be horrible. So, I mean, that's that's at least the last time we got, right? We've got thunderstorms right oh, let's see. So we've got thunderstorms right now with a 83% chance of uh, precipitation. Wind is low. It's only three, three to five mile an hour wind. So there's really nothing going on wind-wise. It looks like it will get better throughout the game. Uh, but it looks like for about the first, I mean, I guess first quarter and a half or so, rain could be pretty bad. Hashtag trends are against me tonight in this one. Um, there were nine games last year that were that had a total of 41 or lower. Mm-hmm. Seven and two to the over. On uh, on those nine games, I, and honestly, I don't think that trend is is absolutely crazy because it's just the style of football that's played yeah. in the NFL these days. Sure, that it's just a w- more wide open, right? I mean, they p- teams pass more. There's there's more pass interference call, calls. There's fewer holding calls. I mean, it's just higher scoring environment, you know, uh, in, in general in football. So yes, the 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 trend at least last season is against me in in taking the under. In this I want to ask you about your your bet on the total. Uh, excuse me, the side and the total. You're on Washington. You're on the under. If the game starts quickly and the in-game total, therefore, bumps upwards, mm-hmm. will you jump back in and a live bet under at a more favorable number? And if Washington falls behind early and you can get Washington at a more favorable number, will you bet Washington in-game? I don't think I will be looking to bet Washington in-game, given the situation with the quarterback switch and all of that. If, if, if they get behind here, I don't know necessarily that I'm going to be super happy to kind of jump in and get them at a different number. I'll have to see how the game goes, but I can't imagine myself doing that. And as far as the total goes, maybe if it got high enough, I probably would come back in again on the under. I just don't think it's going to be a high scoring game. I just don't think that it really plays out to this being a high scoring game. So I probably would on that aspect. I don't think I'd be coming back in on one. I think that's the only, I think that's the only thing I'm looking at tonight, Gil, is maybe if they, if we get a couple quick, Easy scores or something, maybe playing a live under. I, I think that's the only thing I'm really looking at tonight, to be honest. I, 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 I'm sitting here trying to say what I honestly would do, and I have a feeling if Washington falls behind, I think I can't resist. And I will, mm. and I will bet Washington in game, but nothing pre flop for me. In this and this, that's not an indictment on Heineke for me. No. It's just a, you know, I just don't know how they handle that situation. And also, I will take a look at, at whatever this this weather thing is as we once the game gets going to and. See if I think that that favors one team or the other, or if that could you know affect even like we're talking about these different situations where they fall behind or the totals or whatever it might mm-hmm. be. Can we just flash up a Washington schedule? We haven't done that yet tonight, Kelly. Just want to point this out once again. We mentioned this last night. If Washington loses, the loser of this game goes zero and two. There could be a tie, by the way. We should mention that. But the loser, if there is a loser, goes zero and two. In Washington's case, they will have in front of them at the Bills, at the Falcons. We still don't know how good the Falcons are or how bad. A Saints team that's probably better than all of us thought. Then the Chiefs. Then at the Packers and at the Broncos before the bye. And oh, by the way, after the bye, the Bucks. So Washington, perhaps even more than the Giants, yeah. you need to get a W tonight. Yeah, because you're looking at, if you don't, you're, you're, you're praying you beat the Falcons. Oh, yeah. And then from there on, you're like, wow, we might not win again until week 11. You could be two and seven. Yeah. And I might be being kind with the two. You know, so it's like this is Washington has to take care of business tonight. It's hard to say for any game two, week two game that it's a must win. But you look at that schedule now. Washington again. I said this in the morning. They do have a get out of jail free card at the end of their schedule. 
because they do have five division games. This is the only division game Washington plays this year until the final weeks of the season, the final five weeks, which is a fascinating little schedule quirk. And then once again, it's the Cowboys-Eagles-Cowboys-Eagles thing before they finish at the Giants. So even if they're, again, even if they're 4-8 and eight or 5-7, and seven, there's still a path, yeah. which is For sure. bizarre. For sure. Know? And, you know, where these teams will be by then, I mean, who knows, right? I mean, the wheels could have come off for the Cowboys, or maybe they found a defense and the Cowboys are world beaters. You know, I mean, there, there's it's so interesting that, that it's backloaded like that because it gives some of these teams to really – their ident- their true identity to really come out by that. Yep. You know, like we're going to know what what, the, what these teams are looking at, which is also fairly interesting for us maybe by betting Washington dynamically throughout the course of the season. If we get yes. If we get four or five games in exactly and it looks right. like the Cowboys are like actually good, like if they're really good and, and now we know what Washington has towards the end of that end of the season, mm-hmm. right? So we come in and we just try to take advantage of these 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 changing win totals. All these all these adjusted season win totals, you really should do schedule analysis on mm-hmm. every single team because there are, you know, natural lulls, natural peaks and valleys, so you really got to know that and bet accordingly. Uh here are the touchdown scorer props as we go to break here. Uh first touchdowns, first touchdown of the game and anytime touchdowns, anytime touchdowns on the left column, first time uh, first touchdown of the game on the right. We have no action here. But uh, interesting that Terry McLaurin's 8-1 to one for first touchdown. Antonio Gibson is the short shot on the whole board, minus 110 anytime, plus 550 first touchdown. And Saquon, of all people, who is a go, plus 120 anytime, 7-1 to one first touchdown. And we don't know if he's on a pitch count tonight. Right. So that's the issue there. Deami Brown, can I interest you in a 20-1 first touchdown? I mean, I was going to say, like, let's go for fun. I'll go Logan Thomas for fun. We're doing fun? Not I'll actual, take Kyle Rudolph. I'm going Diami, 20 to 1. All right. There we go. All right. Kyle Rudolph. Going with the Giants tight end. Okay, we'll come back. Before the game, one more talk, one more chat with Johnny Avello from DraftKings. Uh, we got questions, including, we'll start with, at least I will, has he noticed a trend with these standalone games and how much movement's happening? Are we in a new era of betting? Find out what Johnny says next. Beeson's primetime action. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. You are looking live at us. It is Gil, Matt, Kelly. Uh, glad you could join us. Glad you could stick around tonight. For Thursday night football, which is, oh, about five, ten minutes away. So in the meantime, let's bring him in from behind the book at DraftKings. Gentlemen, Johnny Avella, ladies and gentlemen, where we can pepper him with questions. And it goes a little something like this. There you go. There it is. His own intro music. But you'd like to have your own intro music, man. What's happening, Johnny? I need a bio on the website first. Then, we'll, hey, then we can talk about intro music. Hey, baby steps. It's music, it's music sounding like I'm playing with toys. <laughs> Johnny, you're not allowed to complain about your intro music. Let's just start. You're the only one with intro music, Johnny. <laughs> come on, Johnny. Uh, last week, you were kind enough to come on, as you are every week, and you said you thought the Thursday night game between Tampa Bay and Dallas would be your highest handled game of all time. Was it, in fact, that? No, top five. Um didn't make didn't make the top game, but uh, but the week uh, the week did make the top of all time. Yes, we did we did absolutely fabulous in handle last week. Uh, we actually made a good amount of money too, so we're happy with week one. But no, that game wasn't uh, didn't turn out to be the number one. 
Johnny, I'm not going to steal Gil's question because he's going to ask you next about the the ping-ponging of these numbers that we're seeing here as these games approach. But I do want to ask you about a feature that you guys added in the same game parlay. Can can you explain just exactly how it works and what you're able to, to, to do with all of that? Because I know this was a feature that you guys rolled out for this NFL season. Yeah, what it does, it's, it sounds like it's just you're able to bet the, the game with the total, and it's much more than that. Uh, when you bet a same-game parlay, it lines up all the props and everything for that game, all the different types of ways to bet the game, and you can parlay all of those things together. Uh, so it's it's a, it's a pretty cool little thing, uh, you know, device that the team came up with, been working with it for a long time. Uh, it's been very popular so far. Let me ask the question that Matt so generously allowed me to ask, which is, you know, we're sitting here on primetime action, obviously the run-up to the Giants in Washington tonight, but also last week with the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. And what we are witnessing, Johnny, and I'm sure you have as well, is a movement in the betting line, both the both the side and total, that is far more frenetic than we have ever seen in previous seasons leading up to, at least let's talk about the standalone games. So we're used to maybe a tick before game time in past years. And now with literally tens and tens of more millions of people being allowed to bet in legalized jurisdictions, we are seeing like Christmas tree lights back and forth toggling between the four, the four and a half. We saw three and a half earlier on the show. Also the total bouncing around. Uh, Do you think that this is just how it's going to be from here on out? Like we have reached the stage where there is going to be just Absolute, I'll use the word again, frenetic motion with these standalone games prior to game time. You know, we try not to move these games at all. And, you you know, if you're and you guys know, like, you know, I'm a bookmaker and you guys are players and you know that we try to move the numbers and the total and everything else based on if it's the sharps playing or it's just huge action. Um and you know, it's it's huge action right now. I mean, we're just getting uh, we're just taking a lot more money now. And the wise guys are still, you know, they they're still moving at their share at a time. So um, yeah, I think it's it's just all about the the large sums of money. And um, and I think are you going to see it all year long? I don't think so, Gil. Hmm. I think uh, I think the numbers will settle in a little bit better as you know in a week or two. Johnny, well, let's talk about that game tonight then. I mean, like as as Gil mentioned, we've seen this kind of move in favor of Washington steadily through the course of this. You know, there were threes, and then it was pretty much a consensus three and a half, and then we saw pretty much everybody move to four, and then as, you know, to, today came along, there were the four and a halves that were popping up. Is it just a, a ton of backing from the football team in this one? It is on the side, but uh... – Typical to what we had over the weekend, we had a lot of money line uh, dog play, and we're seeing that on the Giants tonight too. Um, you know, when, when I first, when we first put the game up at three or so, I didn't think it would move much past that. I mean, you know, you got you got Heineke stepping in here. He didn't set the world on fire last week. Actually, Jones had a better week at the quarterback position, um, and he doesn't throw the ball a lot. It just looks like it would be one of these games where. A typical redskin giant game where you know they'll they'll somebody will try to eke out a maybe a score and a half or so to win the game. So I never thought this game was going to actually reach for, but it has right now. And with just a short amount of time before kickoff, doubt if it's going to move back to three and a half. Talking to Johnny Avello from DraftKings. Uh, Johnny, uh, last night we were here on primetime action and we were taking a look at DraftKings 
really just a phenomenal market, which is the adjusted season win totals in the National Football League. Now, a lot of people who are new to betting are taking it for granted, like, hey, look, you adjust season win totals every week. Of course you do. But you and I both know that this didn't used to exist, even as recently as a couple years ago. You know, season win totals, they, they were at the beginning of the season. Once the season kicked off, you waited till the end of the season for them to cash. So you have these wonderfully adjusted win totals. And I just want to ask you about one of them. Because this was usually a thing that was in off-the-grid, you know, back rooms where people had their own private pools. Now it's, now it's all out there. And what usually happens is if a team wins a game they're supposed to, they don't really move that much. But if an underdog wins outright or a favorite loses, then, there's, then you see some adjustment typically. The Denver Broncos went from 8.5 to 10.5 after a win where they were favored and they were supposed to win against the Giants. I'm curious... Is that because there was a there's so much Broncos money in Colorado that it's an over adjustment, or, or what would explain that? No, you know we had them at nine and a half or so, uh, nine nine and a half, and when we did drop to eight and a half because we took a little money on the under, but we were still heavy on the Denver over. So after they won the game, our you know it looks like it was a big adjustment, but. We were sitting at the nine and nine and a half number for quite some time. The eight and a half was the low end of it. So we we felt that uh, that the 10 was worthy of where we should be. Johnny, opening week in Arizona, and we saw just, uh, you know, through just the geo-comply numbers, the amount of people that signed up for accounts and how many pings they were getting for for people opening their apps and stuff. I assume you guys just had a, a, a monster opening there, huh? We did, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I looked and and uh, to see what some of the states were betting, and they certainly uh, did like their Arizona football team, and that was the case for some of the other states. It's interesting to look at when a state opens up. Uh, you know, how many bets are going to be on the teams that reside within that state? Um, and I noticed that you know it happened in Wyoming, and it happened there, and and some other places also. So uh, I think what happens is sports bettors like to do that initially. Uh, but once they, if their team is going well, then it works out, you know, good for them. And if their team goes south, then they they start to figure out, you know what, this is not real handicapping. I better better learn a better way to do it. But the the opening was great, Matt. Really was uh, really pleased with what we saw. Johnny, I've probably asked you this question in some form before, but just uh, to do it again this year. What is a market as we head into? By the way, the Giants in Washington just kicking off. As as you head into football games uh, in a given week. What is a market that we might be surprised to find out betters bet rampantly in these games, from game to game, from week to week? Is it first touchdown scored, perhaps? Is that one of them? First touchdown this week uh, really wrote a lot of money. You know, they bet uh, Antonio Gibson, I noticed. And Antonio Gibson didn't have a touchdown last week. He did have 90 yards. I think Washington only scored one touchdown, and that was Heineke. Uh, so that's the play certainly tonight for the first touchdown score and any time score. He was bet pretty good in both of those. But Gil, um, you know, we, we still haven't left the main three as far as the most money being bet. But what I have noticed in week one, and I just mentioned it briefly uh, a bit ago, was that the money lines on week one mm. were probably bet bigger than any time I've ever seen them bet before. So I don't know if that's a trend going to be a trend for the season or that was just a week one, uh, you know, people just unloading on uh, teams that they thought had a chance to win the game without and didn't want to be involved with the point. So 
We'll see what week two brings. All right. Interesting. Always interesting. Johnny, uh, we appreciate the time and enjoy the game tonight, sir. Thank you. You also. Johnny Avello, everybody, from DraftKings, um, who, of course, used to apply his trade here in Las Vegas, still does in Las Vegas, but applied a trade at the win, and now is over at DraftKings. What are, they, you, what are you squinting at there? They don't, they don't typically wear white at home, yeah? No, they, they switch it up. Okay. They don't typically go white on white like this. But it's, you know, the Thursday night games, you see the uh, white on white. Although the Giants are not going blue on blue. Yeah, the color rush uniforms yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Washington uh, as a franchise, not to give you the Washington history of uniforms. Oh, brother. Oh, oh boy. boy. Taylor Heineke oh, takes a massive a, sack on see, third down. So that's the... There's That's what like, we're talking about, right? It's yeah. the so those are the slight differences between yes. uh, a, a Heineke and a, and a Fitzpatrick, right? Like Fitzpatrick's not running backwards fifteen yards to take that so. on a on a third and three. Heineke takes a let's count it. Uh, that's ten yards. That's a that's fifteen yards. That's a seventeen yard sack. <laughs> legendary scrambling skills coming into play there. Washington used to wear burgundy at home in the seventies. Then with Joe Gibbs, they went white in the eighties and after that. But white on white is just a Thursday night quirk little thing, I think. Not to be uh, duplicated any other time. Except when they want to look sleek and fast. They look sleeker in white and white. <laughs> Giants going to have a good field position here after this punt. First and 10 at their own 44. Daniel Jones takes his lifetime 4-0 record against Washington. Onto the field. There is a flag. though. Hey, Kelly, there's a flag on there's a punt. There's a flag on a punt? No way! <laughs> Seriously, it just happened. Uh, Giants might be pushed back. We'll come back. We'll watch it together. VEASAN's primetime action. Looking for betting opportunities. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Third and 10 for the Giants in plus territory at the 46. Daniel Jones over the top, complete. And Daniel Jones having his way three for three now in the early going. That's Sterling Shepard on the first down catch. And they will move the sticks. First and 10 Giants now already in field goal range. It has looked too easy so too far. Too easy. Absolutely too easy. And this will this will certainly beg the question if this were to continue that we that you brought up a couple of days ago as to uh the Washington whether D. this Washington defense mm-hmm. was a a awesome defense on paper, but not so much in practice. Yeah. Daniel Jones now, a little flip out to Sterling Shepard. That's going to go for about five yards. So it'll be second and five at the 10-minute mark now. Ten minutes, five gone now in the first quarter of this one. Giants' first drive after a great punt and a penalty flipped the field after Taylor Haneke took a sack of 17 yards, which I'm told is not good. They're also running with tempo here. Do you see this? They are like, running like, with tempo. Like So yes. they're trying to keep them kind of off balance here and everything? Mm-hmm. Like Jason Garrett still is off in the coordinator, right? Call him coach. I mean, better call him coach, Garrett. There's Daniel oh. Jones, design run to the left, and he is untouched inside the red zone to the 13 yard line. So, first and 10 for the Giants, knocking at the dough now. Very, very much so with the tempo, by the way. Notice that earlier in the drive, Jason Garrett, coach Jason Garrett, um, this is all by design. So, that one, that one was a design run for Daniel Jones, and Washington has no answer so far on this drive defensively. Here, by the way, player rushing props once again, just to flash him up, just to let you know. Saquon, I think, has one carry on this drive, if I'm not mistaken. 
I think the first I think the first play of the drive, and then that uh, that was it from what I remember. But boy, I mean, opening drive, it's scripted plays and all. That. We'll see how it all you know. We'll see how it all pans out. But Saquon so far, taken, so good. Saquon taken for a loss behind the line of scrimmage on that one. Couple yard loss there. Pop that up for Daniel Jones. He's a uh, seven yards away from going over on his rush after that one run. Mm-hmm. Two. Well, he's got two, but yeah, one was for fifteen. One was for two yards. And for Taylor Heineke, the sack does not count against his rushing yardage. It counts against passing yardage. Same college for the team. This ain't college. Second and twelve, eight thirty now left of the first quarter. Second and twelve at the sixteen uh, yard line again. They can get a first down without a touchdown. Shotgun for Jones. A little less pace here now after that negative play. Jones has all kinds of time. Not so much time. Throws it behind Shepard this time. So it's going to be third and 12. So Washington hoping to hold the Giants. Oh, but we have a flag. And that looks to be on Washington. And Chase Young waves off the ref. So he's not happy. So this could be an automatic first down. They're going to call. This looks like a personal foul. Yeah, Yeah. personal foul coming. Personal foul. Roughing the passer. On Washington. I'd like to see this replay. Chase Young. Let's see how far the ball goes out here, right here. Oh, stop it. Oh, oh it's going to be the driving to the, the ground. Driving Does he land on him? Does he yeah. land on him? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It's so it, flagged for playing football. It's so t- like, what's he supposed to do there? You know, I, I don't, I don't know. Like there, there's some of them I get it, but that that's yeah. one of them. It's like, you're, you're tackling a guy. Like you're going to, you're going to fall over on him. I, I don't know. First and goal now for the giants at the eight. Nothing, uh, nothing really working out for Washington on this. Yeah, I don't really not. I have no, I mean, look, I have no idea what you're supposed to. I, I understand that there is the rule in the book about the whole driving to the ground thing, yeah. but that was not a That's the, yeah. driving to – he landed on him, but there was nothing else. It's, he could, it's I guess different. he could have tried to contort his body to and, roll off of him it, or something. Like, is that right? what you're supposed to teach kids now, to yeah. tackle like that? Like, tackle didn't, and then barrel. <laughs> like, didn't some defensive player say he got hurt doing that, trying to contort his body like, not to think, land? Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, you would think I, – I, like, I understand when it looks like a WWE suplex, like, to the, you know, to yeah. the ground. I'm not sure what he's supposed but that's, to do. But that's a tackle. Yeah. Good play by Chase Young. He raced, or at least a uh, – a near hurry by Chase Young. That's a design run up the middle. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones all the way into the end zone. Touchdown, Giants. Your first touchdown score and very close to cashing that over on his rushing yards if he didn't already. What was his first time touchdown? What was his odds on Daniel Jones? Let's flash Check that up that on the screen. Out. Anytime touchdown and first time touchdown for Daniel Jones, the Giants quarterback. Uh, he ends up with do 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 do. Uh, not listed. Oh man, not even on my list. Not listed. So higher than higher than twenty eight to one and plus four fifty. <laughs> higher than twenty eight to longer than twenty eight to one and longer than plus four fifty. First touchdown at any time, touchdown respectively. What a lane right in the middle of the field for him. Who it, knows if that was even by design? He probably saw that and just took off. Yeah, and I mean, again, just to kind of to paint the picture of how big that call is. That that have been third and twelve. Mm-hmm. And and instead you get that personal foul. Not only do they get the first down, but then they move right into right into goal line territory. That that's I'm not gonna say it's a game changing call because we are only in the first quarter of the game here, but man, that is that is a brutal, brutal break for the for the football team. It is there's just nothing you you can't do anything. I mean you can't like you said, Kelly, I mean you can't what do you teach a guy? Like you yeah. cannot teach a guy anything you can't hit him high and you can't hit him low. Hit him yeah. low. So then he hit him in the middle. But then I guess he landed on him wrong. I mean, it's just, 
And, and it wasn't ridiculously late. No, either. it wasn't like, late at all. I understand it was just when it's late. I understand when they WWE suplex them, like throw them to the ground. But it's none of that. It's It was just in the form of tackling a guy who just got rid of the ball. 725 just past the halfway mark of the first quarter. Giants 7 after the extra point. Washington nothing. And Washington will uh, get their second drive of the game going after the ensuing kickoff. What are the live lines here now adjusted? Just from that uh, change of score. Remember the preflop the was 3 The football and a half, team is four. now a two-point dog. Two-point dog. So there you go. Now the question is, do I want to jump in on this as a two-point dog? I do not. I but if you three, get me I over see the three at Circa, if that interests you at all. You get me over the three. I'm in. And two and a half circa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The total now up to 43 and a half. I didn't even think about that. That's brutal for my total bet as well because yes. it gives them yeah. yeah gives them a new set of downs right inside of the right inside of the 10 as on, opposed to a likely field goal attempt. On the uh, it, oh, it's it's brutal for yeah. all of those on, on the Megapod today again the beating the book Megapod where all podcasts are distributed beating the book the name of the the uh, podcast. Uh, one of the questions that I ask of my co-hosts, Mike Palm and Todd Wishnev, and of our rotating guest, which today was Drew Dinsick. Matt, hopefully you could be there next week because it's your birthday. You couldn't be there today. Um, was what's the game on the side you want no part of? And that means that if you lived in a bizarre world and you had to play a side on every single one of the games on the NFL slate, but you t- could take a pass on any one of these, or, you know, one of them where you're just like, I have no idea. This was mine. Giants-Washington. I wanted no part of this game just because Giants-Washington games tend to be wacky one-score affairs. Here, by the way, where you can find me. A numbers game right here on Primetime Action and then the Beating the Book podcast. Also, at Beating the Book on Twitter, at Matt, at Matt Brown M 2 for Mateo and at Kelly Veeson. Still hadn't changed it, huh? For young Kelly Biddle. No. We, we have to come up with a weather weatherman name for you, like Hale Bidlin. How did you how did you secure the other one without changing it? To, what did you do? Did you just did you so you're a multi you're a multi accounter now? Is that what it is? Yeah, you have you have multiple accounts. But I did, yeah, I just locked it in. I think I think it's fine as long. As, I think I had to put, enter a different email address. Is what it is. But yeah, eleven. I don't really know. It allowed me to sign up fine for it. Look at this guy. Eleven place. Matt's looking at me so weird. I don't know what, what, what are you getting at. Eleven place, seventy nine yard drive for the Giants. Took five thirty five off the clock. And it ends with a Daniel Jones six-yard touchdown. There will be a return on this kick. Washington will take it out from the two. And a pretty good return all the way out to the uh, 31-yard line for Washington. That's where they will start on their second drive. First and 10. You should definitely be middling, middling. You should do that. Lock that one up too. Yeah, I'm gonna lock that one up too. Yeah, yeah go up. ahead and get you another email address. Get another midland Bidlin. And if you if you were inferring something, what I love is we work for a sports betting network now. So it's like, yeah, we all I had burner accounts back in the day because it was all sports betting related stuff, you know. But like, you don't need that now. We're, we work for one. Apparently, none of you were that wet there, but okay. <laughs> we're so perplexed. Oh, were you, would you have gotten in trouble you? back in the day for the burner work accounts? Ones. Uh, <laughs> you'd gotten in trouble back in the day for, for uh, sports betting? I guess so. I, I mean, so. you worked yeah, for like probably. a traditional, you know. Oh, kind of, I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Back in the day for ESPN and NBC and ABC, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of I don't know. I've always worked in gambling, so I've never had, yeah. I've never had to yeah. work. Me neither. Worry, yeah, worry, same thing. Yeah. Heineke to uh, Logan Thomas for a four-year pickup on first down. Um, so Washington, a two-point dog here as this drive starts. And nothing about that four-yard pass will change that, but we will keep an eye on the line. Again, if it gets past three for me, I may jump in on Washington, but not until then. They'll go to the ground. Antonio Gibson gets a couple, so a third and four 
or a third and long three coming up for Washington as we get to the 645 mark of this one. Barn burner in Landover. Couple of, uh, couple of interesting moves of note here. We were talking about how we thought that that uh, that Raiders Steelers, you know, the Raiders certainly were not as good as that score indicated and coming yeah. out of that game or something like that. At DraftKings, that has moved to six and a half in favor of the Steelers. Six and a half, six at points bet, six and a half at eight eight eight, six at bet three sixty five. So it is some some big movement on that one, a full point since yesterday. Hmm. Interesting. We'll take a look at circuit contest lines a little later on. We'll definitely uh, give our thoughts on that, uh, and we'll come back. And we'll take a look at something that's uh, very cool. What's going to be the highest scoring team in the NFL this week? What's going to be the lowest scoring team? Take a look at those markets right here on VEASAN's primetime action as Washington punts away yet again. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Can't get this anywhere else, Mateo. Mm-hmm. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits, by the way, for every game at VEASAN.com. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Two third and shorts not converted by the Washington football team that have had to uh, resort in punts here. There's a third and two, now a third and four. Both of those end up punts for them. Giants have the ball back now, leading 7 nothing. 5.57 left in the first quarter. We had a three yet in the, in the live lines or not quite yet? We three, are. I got a three and a half here. Oh, do you? Let me check this out. I might jump in on this now. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, please. Three. Yeah, three at draft. three at DraftKings. Yeah, I got a three. Yeah. Give me the hook. I want him waiting for the hook. Three at DraftKings, 43 on the total. I don't need a hook. Um, okay, let's take a look at these. Now, again, so many different things to bet at DraftKings, so many things to bet in lots of places, but DraftKings menu is just second to none. And one of them is that, and I assume they do this each and every week now, highest scoring team on Sunday, lowest scoring team on Sunday in the National Football League. Now, these are all team totals, basically. Uh, oh, the Orioles just tied up the Yankees in the ninth. What happened? How'd they score it that was run? On a, it was on a wild pitch. A wild pitch ties the game down to their last out. And he ends up striking the guy out. And he ends up being the strikeout. So two to two, they're going to extras at Orioles Park at Camden Yards in Baltimore. Yankees in a dead heat with Toronto. Percentage points ahead of the Red Sox. Those two teams are idle today. So the Yankees trying to get a half game ahead rather than a half game behind, and that did not help their cause right there. So highest scoring team on Sunday. Matt, these are these are essentially team totals, right? right. So, so take game totals and the derivative team totals and then just juxtapose them or, or put them into a market uh, against each other all around the league for highest scoring team on Sunday and then for lowest scoring team. The Buccaneers' implied team total is going to be the short shot then in this market at plus 450, the Brownies and the Chiefs, remember, those are the three biggest favorites on the board. They're plus 750, the Browns and the Chiefs in this market. Seahawks 8-1, to Chargers 9-1, to and everybody else double digits. So, for reference, Bucks team total 32.5 this weekend. 32.5, your high watermark. And again, that's if you play, let's just take an example, right? Let's say the game total is uh, uh, 50 points. And one team is favored by 10 over the other, just to make the easy math. Mm-hmm. What that basically means, if you do the whole conflation of the total and the spread, one team is supposed to beat the other 30 to 20. That's what we're talking about. So the favored team's total would be 30. 
uh, the underdogs would be 20. And that's what we're doing here. So we're taking all the teams that are basically uh, the highest of the bunch and putting them in one market and the lowest of the bunch in another. Is there a bet you'd like to make here? This would have to be, I guess, correlated to your conviction on your games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is at least a little bit of variance, a little bit of interest in the Cowboys, right? Just just from the fact that they're going to be in a bunch of shootouts. Yes. Like, they're just going to be in a bunch of shootouts week to week. And you're, so, you're looking for a volatility quotient yeah, here. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, you might have to take a dog, right? But, yeah. like, you're going to get a big price on a team that is going to put up points. Yes, they're, they're dog, and they're, you know, three-and-a-half-point dogs, I think it is right now, in the game. But the the offense that we are – we're very much not worried about them scoring points is them just keeping the other team from scoring points. But, hey, look, you get in shootouts and – all you need is a weird thing to happen. One tip pass, you get an interception. Next thing you know, you know you could win the game or something like that. So uh, I do think the Cowboys is at least fairly interesting there. Kelly, at, Kelly, at I, just, I just took three and a half. Kelly okay. just got the three and a half on Washington. It is interesting how uh, how they, I guess, crunch these numbers and how you do the math here because you've got for that game that like it it it, it kind of strikes me as interesting that they are double what the Chargers are, you know, even as what as three-point dogs. It's not like they're massive dogs. Team totals for that game, Cowboys 25-and-a-half, Chargers 29-and-a-half. Uh, but, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's... Uh, most of those teams in between them, then in between 25-and-a-half and 29-and-a-half points implied as well, I wonder. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. Unfortunately, DraftKings doesn't have, like, a, just a... a one separate page of team totals. You kind of got to go in, into each game. I'm with you, though, Matt. I think you you hit on sort of the uh, the hack to this, which is look for a team, at least in the highest scoring team category, that has a, a big volatility quotient, and the Cowboys would be that, right? They can yeah. explode in any oh, given I game. I don't think, like, Demarcus Lawrence, like, you're losing right. Demarcus Lawrence, like, that might even help it this. It does if help you, this. you know, you're thinking they might get even more into a boat race yeah. with, mm-hmm. with uh, the Chargers. And so these are... These are actually not in direct correlation with what the implied team totals are. Like so, so the Bucks implied team total on this on the on the week thirty two point two five, which has them as the short shot. Browns would be next; they're at thirty and a half. But the Seahawks have an implied team total of thirty, even though the Chiefs are a shorter shot, which probably just means the Chiefs have just taken money, right? Like just yeah, just yep. just taking money. Mm-hmm. Um, Packers implied team total twenty nine and a half. Chargers twenty nine and a half. Chiefs twenty nine. Cardinals 27.25, Patriots 27, Steelers 26.75, and then the 49ers at 26 and a half. But you find the Cowboys there at 26, right? And so you do have this Cowboys team that is way down at 18 to 1, and they are a dog, but they're still right there in the kind of the top 10 as far as implied team totals for the week. And so you kind of start looking at it like that as, as Gilman, like there's there's a, a wide range of outcomes for that game, I, I do believe, if they get into a shootout with that with that Chargers team. So I, I think it's pretty interesting. I think that's pretty pretty interesting from a from an eighteen to one highest team scoring. I mean, I actually think that's a a bet if, if it was available here, I think I might even like consider making, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley had my head turned. Big gainer for Saquon. That was a that was a running that was a rush? Yeah, it was a run. Yeah. yeah. So his uh I think he went over his longest rush of the game, which I mentioned uh, before the game. Well, they had the ball at the 25-yard line, and he's already in plus territory here. So just that was a, a, just a straight draw, like yeah. nothing, nothing fancy at all, just a draw. Yeah, breaks a tackle on the way there. Ooh, stiff arm. Just enough. Just enough of a stiff arm yeah. from Saquon. He ends up going out of bounds. What is that, the 35, 34-yard line? This is coming after offensive lineman Nick Gates was uh, 
carted off the field. Yeah, Saquon's over 46 yards. Yeah, he's over. For the game. Four, four carries, 46 yards. First and 10 now for the Giants. Let's call it the 35. By the way, the Phillies, who are trailing the Cubs 7 to nothing, now lead 8-7 to seven after a 7 spot in the 4th. We'll we didn't even it. read the live line in that game because we were just like, ah, it's 7 to nothing. Yeah. Like, 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 we didn't even bother. <laughs> uh, could you imagine? Golly. Oh, boy. Didn't even read it. Uh, the Giants are taking up yardage by chunks. By chunks. Uh, that was a, uh, was that Kenny Galladay on the carry? I couldn't get the uh, license plate on that number. I believe it yeah. Was. Yeah. Uh, so second and four now, a six yard uh, end around there for Galladay. So Giants in business now, already in field goal range, already up seven to nothing. Saquon the lone back. This time Daniel Jones under center on the second to four. This will be Saquon off left tackle. Picks up a couple yards. So it'll be third and two for the Giants. Five and a half now. Have we had one play in this game where it's been positive for Washington? One. I think the answer is the punt. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good punt. Yeah, it's a good punt. <laughs> good punt. That first punt Solid was a great punt. punt. So it was right. Good punt. Flip yeah. the field. Yeah, five and a half now in favor of of the Giants as they keep moving the ball down the field. And honestly, it, it is it's been pretty easy so far. Oh, it has been easy peasy for sure. Like this isn't one of those where Minus three total yards for Washington. 120 for the Giants. 77 rushing yards to one. Third and two, Jones in shotgun this time. And the Giants moved. So it'll be third and seven. Timeout? Or they moved. Washington pointing to the Giants, but it was a timeout. They granted them the timeout beforehand. So seven to nothing. And we'll go to break once again. All good for the Giants, all bad for Washington thus far. 2-2, Two to two, Baltimore and the Yankees. Yankees, uh, tenth inning. Of course, the runner, the ghost man at second. The runner starts at second. One out though, and the runner still at second here in the top of the tenth. After the Orioles tied it up, down to their final out. Might even have been down to their final strike. I had my head turned, and a wild pitch sends in the runner from third base to tie this up. So this would, this is big. All these games are huge for the Yankees down the stretch here. And again, tied with Toronto, percentage points ahead of. The Red Sox, 10 to 7 Phillies. Again, it's the Orioles. And it's it's the Orioles, too. Like the Yankees, if you're a Yankees fan, you got to be like, okay, look, it's 2 to 1, but at least we're going to get this home. It's the Orioles. It was not. It was not. Third and two. Daniel Jones, shotgun, third and two. This time the Giants moved. I was, see, I was ahead of my time there, Kelly. This time they moved. So it'll be third and seven. The future. Yeah. Third and seven. But again, seven nothing lead. You had uh, Daniel Jones about plus five fifty any time touchdown scorer in this, and was twenty five to one to score the first touchdown. Both him and Saquon Barkley already have gone over on their rushing. Brutal minus three yards so far for Washington in two drives, two three and outs, two three failed down conversions. Obviously, so there you go. Um, that's the story so far. It's all been one sided. Three forty nine left in. The first quarter. Here's your third and seven play as we go to break. Daniel Jones and shotgun. My plus three and a half doesn't even feel good anymore. Here's a snap. Jones crunched. Meet him at the quarterback. Big sack. Big, big sack and might even have taken him out of field goal range. That would be a 56 yarder. We'll see if they want to try it. Coming up, Beeson's primetime action. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 